You know, Bono is at the Golden Globes tonight. And he won an award. Those are tonight? Yeah, they were tonight, and he won uh, an award for, I believe it was the Mandela movie with yep. Andrew Elba. But uh, somewhere... Yeah. Actually, Eric, uh, I think that ties in ex- extremely well the, the, the Golden Globes, though, that's what I'm referring to, not the Mandela movie, uh, to what we're talking about here tonight, because Game of Thrones got completely ignored um, by the Golden Globes, and they turned around and they course. said, screw you, Golden Globes, we're going to release the trailer for our upcoming season right in the middle of your damn show. Yes, yep. yes, it was yep. sweet, sweet revenge, and, and Micah, you, I, I can't believe you just jumped in in the middle of my transition that I was trying to make about that, but... Uh, Essentially, it was going to be very similar. You know that that was happening in Hollywood, but and on uh, I guess it was ABC, um, but uh, NBC. somewhere the opposite corner of the spectrum of my Comcast cable channel five hundred and fifty is Spoilers. HBO, and they played Oblivion, the movie with Tom Oblivion, Cruise. Oblivion, yes, yeah, just like that. And at the end of it, of course, the trailer for season four aired, and uh, I switched over from the uh, Golden Globes, which. I was watching with company and said, nope, we're watching this now. And, uh, you know, I expected only to be hovering on that uh, station for about 15 seconds or so, given their uh 15 seconds? Trailers. Yeah. Their trailers have been so short, the ones we've seen before. The teasers, really. Um, but this trailer, guys, I was very pleased with its length. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, a, a minute 44 seconds, uh, including stretched out title cards. Uh, including the very awkward jagged shadow at the beginning. That has to be in a dream sequence. It's way too soon for the dragon to be that big and conquering Westeros, don't you think? Well, I don't think it meant to, it was meant to be literally. It was a, a shot, like a sense of foreboding uh, over the entire trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was actually made for the show, though. If you look at the quality of the effects, I seriously doubt that'll it'll be in the actual show. But it served oh, its purpose in the well, kind of like kind of like that dragon shot flying over New York City. That they exactly. Did for, yeah. What was it for the exhibition? Mm. Yeah. Is it King's Landing, though? That's another question. Uh, if it is, it's from a different angle. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared to answer if that's Dorne or not. Some of you listening may know. It's Monday. We're Game of Thrones. And we're very excited. Everything's happening. There's a new trailer. Mm-hmm. It's actually Sunday night. Spoiler. But <laughs> we're still excited because it just happened and we're still getting your tweets and comments and Facebook posts. And there's still a lot of you that are writing in the live comment thread. I think it's got like how many comments now? Oh, I saw. Over 100. Yeah. On Wicknet. Yeah, it's got 202 right now, and there's over 100-something on the actual trailer post. So people are obviously excited. And I'm really glad that they uh, mini-chased Jamie's hair. You know, they gave him that <laughs> shortcut like at the end of Entourage. I wonder. They have a pretty good barber in Westeros, or maybe it's the same guy who uh, sharpens knives. You know, I, I, I don't really know. But uh, <laughs> that was the first thing I picked up on. That was the first thing I picked up on was uh, right. Jamie's, Jamie's haircut. What does that say about us? What does that say about you? <laughs> it says too much. It says too much, I'm afraid. Um, but for me, I think, uh, really, it was probably just about getting all that grime off of him. Uh, you know, you spend so much time in darkness, and all you do have is, like, the length of your face, you know, growth. He was cleaned up a little bit, though. You know, we can keep it with the subject of uh, Jamie here, and uh, it looks like he's somebody gave him a hand a little later on. <laughs> uh, somebody somewhere is giving him a silver-looking, silver-colored hand. And uh, he was being affixed uh, to it in what looked like a chamber in King's Landing. So he's, it's actually he's... Wormtails because he doesn't need it anymore. So right, he right. just gave it over to uh, <laughs> Jamie. 
So he's moving on. He's he's moving on though. He'll still be a warrior. He's not going to change his lifestyle all that much after even despite the heart to heart that he had in the in the in the tubs. You know, tubs make people do funny things, say funny things, but uh I think that that hand is is supposed to be well, I hope it's functional, but I I mean just in the in the general way of I hope he can still do combat and not be hindered by or too much by his his wound. Right, and we do see him with a sword at one point uh in the trailer. So Eric, your uh guesswork may be accurate that he's uh not looking to shy away from his responsibilities. Speaking of that, I mean he is the one who in this trailer tells Joffrey the war is not won. Yeah. What does that mean really? Because that's kind of a, a clue for maybe what the plot of season four is going to be. Well, I think it's it's pretty clear by what happened at the very end of the last season, you know, that the war is out. Stannis is the first one to kind of give the crow, the raven, his nod of, okay, some things may be happening. And I don't even think that Jamie is talking about the wildlings or, or worse specifically. I think that he's just referring to the fact that Stannis is still out there. You know, if we could just isolate it to one thing, Stannis is still out there. It's not like he's done with what he's got going on. Like he, him and Melisandre are still up to their bag of tricks, not to mention everyone else. Yeah, I, I think that uh, it could have an, a number of different meetings. And you know, given what Jamie himself has just gone through, there's also that flash scene while he's talking to uh, the crow that's picking at uh, somebody's body and then, you know, just the, the complete and utter destruction and desolate field with bodies strewn about it. I mean, I could also think that it it would refer to just the fact that even if some battles have been won on the part of the Lannisters, that very clearly there's a lot that needs to happen here uh, in order for things to return to some semblance of normal. And, you know, the Starks were dealt a huge blow, but as Zach pointed out, you still have Stannis and Melisandre. You still have the Greyjoys, um, who, you know, we're not really quite sure where their allegiance lies. Uh, they were kind of off fighting for their their own rights. The party. Yeah, I was happy to see Theon's sister in the boat. Um, well, and Theon. Oh, I was like, I'm... Theon in the shot? What a revealing trailer. I mean, not in Honestly, the boat, so much. looking quite uh, refreshed. Guys, what? Shot. What? You need to watch the trailer again. Let's let's just do a little moment where we go, hey, we haven't watched this together yet. Some <laughs> of you may want to hear it again because this isn't a video podcast. Uh, let's watch the trailer, shall we? Yeah, I that did That sounds like a plan because clearly I don't think we're going to be able to continue with the show until <laughs> right. Eric sees Theon. Where's okay. Theon? Who's Theon? Where's Theon? Finding Theon. Buscando a Nemo. The people love that. Water looked great. It looks like King's Landing, though. Because King's Landing always looks like a throne the buildings do to me. I won the war. And there's that field we were just talking about. That shot right there. Who's going towards an army without their army of unsullied? It's tempting to see your enemies as evil. This is a good quote right here. Evil on both sides in every war ever Sir Davos. Jorah is the one in the trailers that always has those prophetic quotes. Uh-huh. Profound. Yeah, I don't know why, because on the show, he's not all about that at all. Tywin, look, adoring his son. Now there's a big question. Yeah, what's going on there? It is a crime to be Sansa's husband. A lot of uh, big people fighting there, giants, looks like. Jon Snow says something intelligent with more than three words in it. The ones we love. 
Oh, oh no. I want to know which he was leaving a baby. That's what he was doing. Hodor? Hodor? Tell your father up here. This guy. Oh, so it looks like Tyrion may be in Doran. Hmm. I think Cersei's starting to uh, annoy Tywin. Oh, did you see who that was? No. Snape. Alistair Thorne. <laughs> was Melisandre on top of somebody? No, I don't think so. Where is Theon? Did you really not see him again? No, I really didn't see him again. Dude, you're going to be uh, let go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly I'm blind. I'm blind. We're going to hire the Cookie Monster. It's a featured video. But uh, you, you can go back on your own time and find Theon. He is definitely he's definitely in there. He was in, the, uh, in that um, scene with Tyrion and Shackles. He was one of the people in the crowd. Was what? he? No, I'm just joking. Fuck you. But... <laughs> <laughs> Eric, he is totally in in this trailer. You need to just watch it later. Well, I think the best place to start is at the beginning, and we already touched on Joffrey and Jamie's conversation, a little father and son. Uh... Oh, well, you're looking at it that way. I thought when you just said that, I thought I immediately thought of when Tywin was looking at Jamie hold the sword. But I mean, with Jamie speaking to Joffrey, I guess yeah, father yeah. and son. But uh, those very uh, profound words: the war is not won, and uh, we talked about that already. And then, Eric, you pointed that somebody was riding towards Daenerys on horseback. Oh, I didn't say towards Daenerys. It looked like she was riding because the way the placement, they showed her there. But then I was like, what's this army she's coming up against? Because they, they were like up against the cliffs. I just assumed it was this new location that she was charging, but they didn't show any of her army. I always thought it was like the opposing army. But if somebody's attacking mm. her... I don't know, man. This is just like it's an army. It looks like an army does. Right. Yeah, and the person that was getting ridden toward didn't necessarily look like Daenerys. I didn't pause it, though. Oh, there's Theon. Dude, he's in his armor. They put some clothes on. <laughs> Sorry, I was just rewatching. I found him. No, guys. that's good. It's All right, you're, 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 you're up good to now for the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. somebody lets him out. That's good. The important bits have been caught by Eric. <laughs> no, it, I just went back and, and checked, and it's definitely not in the same with the chains. No, no, somebody's okay. riding towards Daenerys and Jorah and, and okay. their crew. Uh, the question is, who is it, and what are they doing? Are they trying to start a fight? Are they, you know, bringing a message? Who knows? Probably the most memorable, very shot for me, the one that stood out when I first saw this, was the guy who's being surrounded or he's running I, he looks like a yeah. messenger looks like a messenger guy and people converge on him from all three sides of this like long hallway or corridor exactly i was expecting him to teleport or something just to uh, get out of just there see, yeah just out of there hook shots right up there's like a treasure chest up top and you're like how'd they get there i don't care it's grippy and i'm gone <laughs> yeah but like trampoline and it looks like uh oh no now i'm doing a trailer trailer shot but yeah i just wonder who he is and and, you know, trampling is a real cause of death here. It's, uh, you know, they're trying to avoid the, the Black Friday rush, but uh, <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's the Turbo Man. He's the action item that they all want. I'm curious to know why Tyrion is in chains. Completely blindsided on that. Yeah. Completely. But his interaction with the Red Viper, it looks like. Good conversation. It was a very confident 
It was a very mm-hmm. badass thing to say to Tyrion about Tywin. Yeah, you know, like Lannisters aren't the only ones who pay their debts. You know, like that's <laughs> it's probably honestly my favorite trailer preseason. Maybe this is the season I'm. I feel like like I'm most excited about. Maybe that's easy to say because it's it's now and it's next. But I feel like I can kind of remember how excited I was before. Mm-hmm. And you know, the very end of of season two. I kind of thought there was going to be some epic battle right after um, the the bit with the wide shot with the White Walkers at the end. You know what I mean? Because that was just pretty bold. To me, that was one of the most bold finales I've ever seen because you think it's over with Daenerys when they're in Zaro's like, love chamber and they've locked him in the vault and she walks in there's that epic shot where she walks by slowly and like she goes out of the frame. But then it goes to that White Walker shot and it's just like, damn, they're going to end it this way? But even, even that, going into season three, I don't know if it's as exciting is this yeah Yeah. to me a lot of what makes this trailer exciting is the different locales like we see at one point danny i guess it is in like a throne room of her own uh with all these stairs and it just looks like a completely different place and even up north of the wall where everything looks the same it just Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's shot at a different angle or if it's the same sets really but it just it all looks new and fresh to me uh it does no you're right something about it just screams new places and new things new faces and yeah the new faces yeah yeah, yeah it's uh it's all new look to me that the person who was being cornered in that one scene that you mentioned eric could possibly be coming before her uh in that throne room uh that uh oh, you gosh. just mentioned it does look like that person a little bit from behind but again i'm not entirely sure you know even being somebody who's read the books what that all necessarily refers to. So I'm looking forward to reading through comments and and what listeners uh, send in, those who have read the books, because I'm sure their attention to detail is much, much better uh, than mine is, and they're able to remember things that I'm not able to remember. But, Zach, I, I can't agree with you more, this relationship between the Red Viper and Tyrion and what's going to become of it. Uh, clearly, the Red Viper... You know, we've read a little bit about him or had mentions of him throughout our, our reading of Game of Thrones and A Clash of Kings, and we know that he has a very tense relationship uh, with the Lannisters uh, because of what happened uh, to his sister, who was, of course, married to Rhaegar, so, um, and his niece and nephew who were killed uh, by the mountain um, at the orders of one Tywin Lannister, so... It's going to be interesting to see how that whole relationship plays itself out this season. No, I know, and you know, people have said when we were speaking about it on Friday's episode, everyone seems all of the, all of the sullied listeners and all of the unsullied listeners kind of seem to be united. Like on the unsullied side, it's like you sullied people keep talking about this red viper. It's not a car; it's a person, and so now we can. We've always been able to kind of associate a face with the person, but now we're able to associate live action moving and a voice and context with Tyrion. And if that's any indicator now, like if that's just a litmus of what we have to come, I think it's it's cool to introduce more similar-minded people with Tyrion because from what we've seen when he became friends with Varys, that was really entertaining and, and a great part of the show that we all enjoyed. So if we have another bit like that that's even someone else, it's going to be it's gonna be cool to see what happens with it. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Varys, there was a scene with the Red Viper and him as well, both I saw that, staring yeah. up at the throne. So uh-huh. I didn't see that. That's crazy. <laughs> 
I'm not surprised. Shocker. <laughs> if you missed Theon, you I don't Theon. even know what yeah. you saw. Come on. <laughs> I saw Jor. I saw the guy get uh, attacked from all sides. Yeah, there was, yeah. yeah. And there is a, there was a, a little bit of a fighting scene there, too, uh, that involved the Red Viper. So mm-hmm. for those who are unsullied, uh, a lot to look forward to with this character. I think, really, Zach, you... You touched on it. Listeners are are really excited to see the Red Viper in action. So, Eric, you you talked about different locations. Uh, any other locations that stood out to you? Um, there's like a the star behind them. Is that the regular? That's just King's Landing, isn't it? What star? Or the Sept? Inside uh, the Sept, yeah. Yeah, it's just in, more inside the Sept. Um, you know, really, a lot of it's the Danny stuff, and it's whatever Theon's sister is doing. Um, She's in a boat. Yeah, in a boat. Every other location, seems, or wherever Arya is, really, because it, yeah. I'm glad that they had Arya. I think she's in here. It's she's not with anybody. She just kind of turns and has a, a dagger or whatever. We just imagine that, you know, this season's going to be, you know, that's pretty much what what it's, what it's going to show of her uh, preparing for her next, you know, de- uh, step of her destiny. So it's kind of a nice way of showing it. I'm glad they still. There was one her. shot of her. Um... You know, where she was standing on top of this rock with her sword. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one with her and the hound. It looked like they were fighting, uh, which is a quite unique duo of Arya and the hound uh, <laughs> to be going uh, toe-to-toe with uh, whomever they are fighting. I just think of the fox and the hound. Can't stop <laughs> it. Can't stop thinking about it. She's kind of like a fox. Yeah. What does she say? I don't think she speaks. Sorry, I got it. I got it. Um, well, Joffrey and Marjorie seem to be happily together. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. Cersei has that one line in there too, where she says, "You'll fight over him like beasts until you tear him apart. I'll burn our house to the ground before I let that happen." So clearly, she's not very happy with uh, how everyone is. Dealing with her son. You don't oh, think that that's you know Tyrion for being captured? Maybe they want him or something? Mm. I don't know. No, you could be right. Who knows? Honestly. <laughs> I'm not well, I mean, the show, you know, you know, I think we can all agree, though, guys, the show looks great. And Oh, uh, yeah. It that, looks great? Yeah, it looks great. I mean, the places that they choose to film this show, we've known this, okay? We're now 30 episodes in to the series. It looks good. And the characters are well-developed. So. You don't agree? <laughs> no, I agree with you. Oh, okay. I think what Mike is saying is at this point, that's a given. Season they have four, millions and millions of dollars to work with. Yes, but I'm excited to good. see it being used and channeled so well. All right. No, it's just, I like even, that. Even if, even if the plot isn't there, which we know it is. Everybody says the second half of book three is, is if not even more exciting, as exciting than you know the first half of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Even I mean I would watch paint dry if it were shot at the same resolution and with the, <laughs> on the same cameras in the same on the same sets as Game of Thrones. I would, you know. Right. I can give you the res- resolution if you want to see paint dry. <laughs> I do want to see paint dry. <laughs> Please. You, we talked a little bit about Tyrion uh, being in chains. Why does it sound like a band, Tyrion in chains? Because Alice. Oh, Alice in chains. And uh, he says. Things are intense right now. I don't think I'm talking my way out of this one. Is he talking to himself, do you think? I don't think so. I think there's somebody there with him. 
uh, when he's talking. He looks to be in a cell of some sort, or at least some dark place. Tyrion just can't catch a break. Like, I don't know what he's supposed to or alleged have allegedly have done, but, you know, it's, I don't know why. He's just always on his own family's bad side. He's such a good son. He's such a good Lannister. But they yes. all, they all give him crap and let him be imprisoned and leave him to die and order their Kingsguard to slay him and all sorts of crap. They're jealous of his wit and they don't like that he's different. That's, yeah. that's two yeah. of the things. What do you think of the location that he's in though as he's walking in those chains? Where do you think he is? I thought it looked like, uh, where is it? Not Pike, uh, Liza Aaron, the Eerie, whatever. But there's, there's no gaping hole in the floor. So I, Try not, and I try not to think that if he had a say in it, he would never show up there again uh, after how barely he escaped the last time. Right. I, I don't know. I'm watching it again really quick. There's Danny's throne room. Jorah, Jorah. Seriously, Tywin. Got a sword. Okay. That look. I'm trying to just look at the people. Uh, yeah, you could go back and, and see how the uh, the guards dress in previous episodes and try to discern from there, but I don't see any sigils or anything to give it away. They're all pretty plainly dressed. Yeah. It could be anywhere. It could be Dorne. It could be King's Landing. It could be anywhere. Right. And I, and I think that was probably intentionally done and, you know, just kind of having... Nondescript. The knowledge of, of what takes place in the book. You know, I'm... I'm actually a little surprised that they were that they would include that in the trailer. I mean, it definitely is a bold statement. It says, hey, something happens with Tyrion. But I mean, I guess you know, I, like I said, I watch this and I and I, it's exciting, and I'm like, this is going to be really good, and I actually think truly that this is going to be mm-hmm. pretty outstanding. Um, and Eric, you were saying that, that the show looks good, and, and I know that we kind of made a joke about it, but what you're saying is resounding. I think that what you mean to say is uh, the quality is increased, even it's just even better, you know, yeah. than, than what you've what you've grown used to. Like what I see with this is one of two things: they have gotten significantly better at making the show nice they've they've grown more comfortable with it um they know that people like it you know etc 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 or they've gotten significantly better at making trailers <laughs> I mean, <that's... laughs> well because the show has never suffered uh of a lack of quality uh even if the, the trail it, it's like even if it's the latter you know we still have a good season to look forward to yeah or both or it's a they've gotten better at trailers and the show's going to be even better you know <laughs> right. now i'm trying i'm trying to determine if in this trailer because Bran is like petting the tree with Hodor, that one shot with Hodor. I'm petting to, the tree. Yeah, well, the 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 um the music goes up like, Woo! like it's like, oh my gosh, what's gonna? I'm trying to figure out if he like falls in or something. You know, these trees up north have, all have faces. I'm trying to figure out if he like gets attacked like alien style here before it goes. Knowing Bran, what do you think Bran is trying to do there? He's communing with the trees. He's trying to reawaken the spirits of the children of the forest. You just wanted to say Children of the Forest. I did want to say Children of the Forest, but they they, they prayed to the trees. He's he's clearly trying to communicate with old spirits that are dormant in the trees. It's very Tolkien of him, uh, or very Narnian even, of spirits in the trees. But we know that this is a thing that he dreams about. It's cool that Hodor is protecting him, or standing guard. It looks like he's fainting. (laughs) Just as he's... Takes a lot of energy. He's going into a trance. Almost at the very end of it. Yeah, like he's warging... 
at the moment the shot's changing. And I don't know if Hodor's there as a guard. Look at him. He looks, he looks Hodor's just, just chilling. He looks scared <laughs> as hell. He's like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? Well, he doesn't want to be warged into. He knows if something goes wrong, Bran's going to go right back to him. It's like, <laughs> he's oh, like, got to pull out. Oh, got to be Hodor. You can't just stay here. What if he wargs into Hodor and then like goes and picks himself up and then takes off? <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be so crazy, dude. That's like that's that's good. That's really good. And yeah. the fight scene looks great. I'm. I'm I'm just kind of shuffling through the trailer. We're excited. I mean, this is cool. I mean, this is uh, not your traditional Monday episode because this isn't your traditional Monday because uh, tonight, which is now your last night, we had a freaking new trailer for the new season and we have waited so long to get any kind of news regarding this new season. And I remember talking to Phil a few days ago and we've spoken about it as well. I just feel like we've been on like media blackout regarding all things Game of Thrones this season. Yeah. We're here now. Yeah, we've we've made it. It's exciting. It it just means that the season is that much closer, and I mean, just so much was packed into this trailer, and that's to be expected when it's a minute and forty four seconds long. And one thing that um, you know, I thought that they did a great job of showcasing that uh, we didn't touch on too much was the battle scenes that were taking place. Looks to be north of the wall, south of the wall. We can't really tell. Um, though it does seem to be uh, pretty green in a lot of those shots, and those people seem to be very large individuals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's, this shot is from the perspective of one or th- one to six inches from the gate <laughs> facing the gate. How am I supposed to tell what dude runs okay, towards? Okay, and, and then if you also look at some of the other scenes, uh, they are larger than life, which would lead you to believe that they're giants, who we were introduced to <laughs> oh, last yeah, season. Oh, right. You know, again, the camera is on the ground panning. So and there these guys is look like normal height to me. Eliza Severus Snape Thorn, who's talking about going to battle, and we see John fighting. We see Ygritte with a bow and arrow. Yeah. So uh, shit's about to go down at the wall. I mean, I think that the the bit with the giants and the wildlings. There's so many more surprising things that happen in this chapter. It's like I appreciate or this chapter. <laughs> it's a chapter. It's a chapter. <laughs> oh god, my brain. Uh, in this trailer because we're seeing Jamie and his son reunited, and we haven't seen that in a very long time. Years, years. It's been years since that's been on video. Since that's been put into anything. So I see Theon out of armor after what he's been going through. I see Tyrion in chains, the band. I see them. It's just <laughs> I just I just feel like it's it's hard to to digest everything, which is why we're kinda of talking about it now for you guys. But babies getting left in the snow. Yeah, babies getting left in the snow by asshole men that used to be in the Night's Watch. I was I mean, gonna say the, that's that guy, on. isn't it? Rast. Yeah. Rast, yeah. But could it be that Sam finally got off his ass and she Sam. So yeah, Sam. Got off his ass, showed those guys what Obsidian does, and he, could this leaving this baby here be a trap for oh. to get the White Walkers to close in so that yeah. they then kill them? It's could unlikely be. Rast and him would, would join forces. Yeah, after, after what, what happened to Old Bear. Bear. Yeah, but you know, you never know. Forgiveness is very important. People listening, take that away from this episode if you take <laughs> nothing else away. So maybe Sam was the bigger man. Uh, <laughs> he's not quite so big as those other guys that Mike have pointed out, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. In in your defense, they did they did look kind of normal, but just shot from a low angle as to show height and scale and yeah. perspective of the camera lens. <laughs> a mechanic popularly used though, in film. <laughs> there was a shot of the mountain. A few shots of the mountain. Missed that. Was he the guy without any <sighs> what clothes shot. on? He had, he had no shirt, and when he swung down into the lens, they. Cut away. Mm. Boom. I'm so used to seeing the hound. That's why they were able to successfully recast the mountain. 
so many times. It's just because, like, what does he even look like? You forget. Well, I don't think he'll forget this mountain. No. Not anymore. No. He looks like he fucks shit up. He looks like the rock as the Scorpion King. At the end of the Mummy movie or his own movie? No, 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 like in the trailer trailer of uh, Mummy Returns. So really the only other thing that that caught my eye in this trailer, um, we did see a shot of Stannis and Davos and Melisandre as well. She was was talking to somebody uh, at one point in the trailer. And I'm just I just wonder what she's going to be up to. She said there is only one hell, the one we live in now. Well, if that's the case, then I mean, Diane's not going to be too bad. <laughs> <laughs> she she was burning something as usual when we first see her in the trailer. And there's that um, line by Jorah that kind of is uh, spoken over top of it where it says it's tempting to see your enemies as evil. But there is good and evil on both sides in every war ever fought. That's a very important point that's been thrown across this story so many times. Yeah. Because that's that's the whole idea of how we ingest it when you're reading and, and both when you're watching it. You know, like, go Davos, you're a good man, but you work for Stannis. Go Tyrion, you're a great man. Oh, but you are, are, you Lannister. are a Lannister. Well, it's like you're Lannister's the brother. battles. This is what I like about it, too, is like we're thinking, okay, Lannister's versus Starks, but Targaryen wants all of Westeros. Danny wants all of Westeros, so... Everybody who's fighting each other, Baratheon, Stark, you know, they all have to bow down to Danny. Like, there's no way you can like both, or you like both characters, even though they're on opposing sides of the argument. And it's easy to forget that the wildlings are about to bust through the wall (laughs) and bring in their entire just march of just nasty. Season four is going to begin a lot of chaos, I think. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be really great. And this trailer has, has definitely put me in the right state of mind, I think. That's fair. I yeah. haven't thought about True Detective one time yet, until just now. That it, that it aired <laughs> just popped into your mind. Seriously, seriously, since that trailer aired, it's now 9.20 my time. Yeah. I haven't thought about the trailer, or I haven't thought about True Detective, or didn't Girls premiere tonight as well? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's on now. Okay, well, it just this, this, it's a good trailer. <laughs> it's going to be a good season. It's a good I, I wish I had something more concise and like poetic to say. Well, here's something poetic, Zach. Why don't, why don't you give your own of this trailer? What would, what would your own go to? It's, they're always concise. My own. I'll keep it concise. All right. I got the sound off, and I'm just looking at the trailer. I think my own of the trailer would go to Peter Dinklage's acting. I don't know the exact time code. I'm not going to throw it out. I don't remember the exact words he says, but he's crying, and I think that's the cell scene. And I just thought, wow, damn. Like They're really stepping up the drama in a human way. I feel like this trailer captured so many commercial types of shots. Like Jamie had sort of a hero shot when he was getting his hand clicked on. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of the anti-hero, but still a hero. Maybe we feel sorry for him shot when Tyrion was crying to himself. And the list goes on of the things they captured. And if I don't give it the own to the trailer itself, it has to go to that aspect of it, I guess, of uh, how they captured the important characters and how good... They acted in those scenes. Fair enough. And Eric, you know, how about you? I was looking and... Or did you not see your own? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Jerk. Um, I think... That, so somebody's getting laid in this trailer. It wouldn't be Game of Thrones if nobody's getting laid. And I looked at it and it looks like Ramsay Bolton. Uh, it looks like it looks like the bastard. Um, He's is getting, getting some. Is getting laid and, and actually whoever's on top... This woman, who Micah, you said was one of the one of the ladies who tormented uh, Theon. Um, I hope she's getting Theon's Paid. revenge somehow. But she slaps him. 
uh, she's looking and, and yeah, but he's probably into that shit. He likes it. He grins very widely. Uh, but it's a very quick moment at the very end of the trailer here. Um, yeah. about one minute, 26 seconds, something like that. And, uh, he's getting slapped. So, Hey, just for being that guy who's having sex in a game of Thrones trailer, I give, uh, <laughs> I give, I give my own to Ramsey. All Bowen. right. Did you give the own to Gendry like months ago for being that guy? You said it just like that. That guy who's sleeping with Melisandre in this episode or something <laughs> <Yes>. like that. <laughs> All right, uh, Micah. See if you can top that one. It's going to be a little bit tough to uh, to beat Eric out on that. Well, thank but, you, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give my own to somebody. I don't think we mentioned it all that makes an appearance in this trailer, and that is Sansa. Who Where was appears, Sansa? Who she makes it, she appears to not be in King's Landing anymore. <gasps> it was such a quick shot. It was. There's this. There's a shot of a cloaked person walking through a gate in a snow-covered area, and then area. it's very. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> go into more detail. <laughs> and then it uh, it switches very quickly, and it shows her face it's at 128 for those of you playing at home Damn. So i give it to sansa for clearly having gone somewhere where it's snowing which is not king's landing she got there pretty quick yeah all right well since that happened just then that being the end of the three of us giving our owns and what we just saw as the brand new season four trailer we're gonna take it to the phone lines aka look at our twitter at replies and read some of the comments that you guys laid down on the live comment thread on winnerscoming.net tonight because you're important. You're arguably more important than we are. Because Game of Thrones as a brand would still exist if the three of us were lost in a Narnia-like world going through the wardrobe and Eric's closet and his apartment. And someone else could take up the reins. And look, it would still exist and you would still listen. Right, guys? It's right. What about yeah. that closet? Okay. There's a Narnia-like portal. We'll get to that later. I'm going to just open up the uh, winnerscoming.net website. That's with the train, right? There's a train that passes by your closet. <laughs> yes next up lantern ways so let's go over to our facebook wall and see what uh, has been scrawled here the first is from meredith vanderbilt who says okay just saw the trailer and it seems like danny is really becoming a force to be reckoned with and maybe not in a completely good way remember the targaryen line is plagued with mental illness what if danny turns all psycho on us i mean Usually mental illness doesn't start to show itself until a person is in their 20s. So maybe <laughs> seeing as Danny is so young, these traits haven't presented themselves as of yet. Meredith. You guys spent years and years cheering Danny on, and now yeah. you're going to withdraw your support and say, wait a minute, what if she's a crazy bitch? If she's crazy, Too I'm late. cool with that. You know what I mean? Some, some girls, <laughs> yeah. you just got to be like, all right, I'm accepting that you're crazy. All right, I'm a little crazy too. Uh, Samantha Jones actually agrees with Meredith. Says, "I really didn't like how they portrayed Danny. She only said one line, and it was really kind of an evil one. Even though they did show <laughs> clips of all the Lannisters purposefully, I'm sure to imply she was talking about them and not innocent people. But still, <sighs> this is why people dislike her so much when they have only watched the show." The show is portraying her in a way that is so different from the books. In the books, she is an amazing character <sighs> and not evil at all. Here's why I don't think you can make this. We, look, we do, we're finishing Clash of Kings. Daenerys had five chapters in the whole book. Tyrion alone, you know, forget all the other chapters that mention the Lannisters. Tyrion had 15 and may have one yet before the end of the book. I'm not sure. 
like there's just so much more of the Lannisters in the book. So I don't know how you can claim necessarily that she's getting shortchanged in just the show. She's she's shortchanged in the books. Like right now is not her moment. This whole season may have like some cool scenes with her, but it's it's ultimately it's not gonna be her time to shine just yet. So I wouldn't worry about her maybe being crazy. It won't come into play until couple years down the line. I don't she think. does go on to say, though, uh, she made another post and, and wrote that uh, other than that, I really like the trailer. Uh, I love when Jamie says the war isn't won and looks at Joffrey like he is a total moron. Total. OMFG, I cannot wait until April 6th. Exactly. I like how you said that was uh, his father because I didn't even think of, I didn't remember that. It's like, man, father and son in that scene. Weird. So strange. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you're not used to see you're not used to seeing those guys together. When we when we found out about it, it's not like we had a bunch of dialogue with them after that, so we could watch it with the knowledge and know that the people that were already sullied, you know, they saw it from the beginning. So I think that we're just kind of experiencing late what a lot of people that had read the books already had. But um, it's cool that it's going to be out there for everyone that's available to watch it because uh, it's it's a pretty cool revelation to kind of be a part of. Uh, Just reading into what Samantha Jones is saying here on Facebook, I think that her point is – you remember how rough we were on Danny in our uh, season two analysis when – I think that was a few years ago, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you remember how rough we were? We were like, you know, why are you complaining? Like, where are my dragons? Like, I am Daenerys. Like, you let me into the city. And we were like, this is their city. You're just (laughs) – you're just out here with dragons. But why – you know what I mean? After reading the books, obviously there's much more perspective and – especially after seeing more of season three, actually seeing season three. Um, I feel like we have a better perspective and I, I, Danny's now one of my top favorite characters. And before I wasn't that fond of her. So I think that's yeah. her point. Look, you know? I think, I think she's only righteous. You know, I am Daenerys Stormborn, you know, mother of dragons. She's only righteous when she can afford to be. She's also young though. And somebody pointed that out. I think that was in the comment of how young she is and, if she's young, why should she know any better than to act that way? Well, it works for her. She just she's a great force of intimidation to these people, and when they oppose her, like Krasny's did, she shows them that she is in fact the best. She is the best that the East has to offer. Simply the best, <laughs> better than all the West. I see what you did there. <laughs> that was like good. That. So uh, let's head over to uh, winterscoming.net. Check out some of the comments over there. It's cold over here. Winter winter is on its way, and it's chilly. <laughs> I'm going to put on a new sweater and a scarf. Earmuffs or no? No, I just got these got these headphones on. They work. The first comment on the board, appropriately titled Hodor. Hodor. That's from Bergy. <laughs> so uh, always uh, – I, I guess Hodor is the equivalent of saying first. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. You're just getting that now, guys? Have you ever read our post? <laughs> Hodor. Hodor, Stannis, Hodor. Hodor. So many things, you know, you never know what what exactly uh, people are trying to yeah, say. Yeah, it could but... mean great episode, guys. I was moved by your insight. <laughs> uh, great John of Slumber says, Stannis looking grim. Eliza mm-hmm. Thorne, Melisandre, <laughs> Theon, Yara, the Mountain. Oh, my fucking God. Wow. <laughs> great John is very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the very, the very modern uh, name on the next one? Jen at House Stark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she says best teaser ever. Ever. Ooh, Bring me some Dornish red, Viper and Davos and Bran. Oh my, Jamie, you badass can't type any more. Where you at, Jen? 
You sign off already? It looks like you did. <laughs> Lefty says, Jamie looks so different. Almost didn't recognize him. It's the hair, Lefty. It's yep. the hair, man. That's all it is. I like uh, the, this name here, Werewood Tree Hugger. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> says, oh, God. Uh, That's Bran in this trailer. <laughs> I'll repeat my comment from the other thread. Holy oh. fuck, Jamie and Joffrey. Yes. Scene. Yeah. yeah. They have a scene. Do you guys think that on the rare off chance that Jamie lets slip that uh, Joffrey is his kid, Joffrey would feel so disgraced and he would just kill himself? This is not Oedipus. No. Oh, no. yeah, you're right. No, Joffrey would kill Jamie first. Come on. <laughs> but he's and his, his father. <laughs> now, like, he cares. Uh, Zach, yeah. I, I think you need to read Delta 1212 because I could try and okay. I don't think I could do it justice. I'm not going to do it well, but I'm going to do it if that makes sense. Ladies and gentlemen, heh. Heh? Heh? In the left corner, the Red Viper! There you go. I that like that. Loud. Yeah. Mm. Could have been better. Heh. Yeah, I like, I like this guy, Red Viper. He's coming out from uh, who knows where, you know, Dorn, Dorn. And, Hell, uh, from the Golden City. Yeah, from Dorne. Where the wine flows like wine. The Red <laughs> Viper. Yeah. And then uh, James uh, wrote in, just James, plain old James, James. says, Hi, James. Oberyn spoke, referring to the Red Viper. Dragon over Marine. I'm not quite sure that that was Marine. I think we talked about that a little bit earlier in the uh the show, it looked a lot like King's Landing the more and more that I looked at it. And I agree with what Zach and Eric were saying. It was kind of a throwback look to the uh, – it was it was a teaser for it's last season. It's very strange with the dragon over New York. It's a transitional feeling. That's that's the whole idea of it. Yeah. You know, That's what they were going for, and it worked. Yeah, it's that sense of foreboding. James went on to say, Tyrion, my god. My god. But Theon still looks like Theon. Hmm. So who knows? That could have been a flashback scene. Um, oh, I hope know. not. We're talking about stuff I don't know about. <laughs> Turncloak <laughs> had this to say, speaking of Theon. Uh, oh, oh, burn, Micah, burn. burn. Oh. I like that. That uh, was good. Give me some light. God, what an asshole for turning on Rob in the start. <laughs> yeah, what a jackass, Theon. Really, Seriously. he hasn't He hasn't paid the... Uh, I wanted to say iron price, God, though, but it, I don't he, care. he hasn't paid the phallic price for that. Listen, who cares what happened to him for that? How could he do that to his friends? He was raised, he was conflicted. Let's yeah. just move on. Let's All just, right. Let's just move on. I'm going to smell this candle. Turncloak has this to say. How was that? Liked the, Dan the dark Danny and Eliza Thorne. Didn't like the cheesy line by Jorah. Jorah's always good for one cheesy line uh, per trailer. There's a good and bad in everyone. Sorry, just got awful flashbacks of... You think morality is black and white? You think that the crime is not just a ladder? <laughs> if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> that won uh, an award, didn't it? I think it did. It did. Yeah. You weren't there, Micah, so you wouldn't know, okay? <laughs> I, I listened to the episode, though. <laughs> BTR says oh, Danny's good. line about living in her new world was the most awesome of the trailer. Her throne shot was awesome, too. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, Jojo asks, what was that creepy zombie scene where the dude got cornered in the alleyway? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. They were the fast zombies, though. You know, the ones that can think for themselves? Those are the worst kind. Greg says, Dion doesn't look like Reek, but he definitely looks different. 
And is that Ramsey having sexy time with the girl who helped <laughs> her get Theon ready for him last season? Yeah, it is. Look, here's here's how I see that going down. I see uh, Yara breaking in uh, somehow, freeing Theon somehow, and Theon uses his wits. Oh, let me scratch that. I'll stop myself there. Theon somehow finds a way to use that same lady to get back at Ramsay. They tie him down, and they have her cut it off or something. One can hope, right, Eric? That's Because that's what most people really want to see this season. They're, they're yes. It's just a strange desire to have something. like I More cock loss. That's really what this world needs. The other guy says the scene with Tyrion in tears looks amazing. Dinklage will totally earn another Emmy. I agree. This year. Really it really stuck out to me too. I just thought, wow, that that looks almost cinema quality right there. Uh well, we got a, a couple of tweets here, uh guys. We did send out a tweet asking uh, for people's feedback on the trailer, uh just like we did on Facebook and they on probably Twitter. at least watched it before they replied. Yes, sure and we did. we did get a few responses. First one's from Jen Wyman who says, "Epic. Cannot wait." Though I do not like cleaned up Jamie hashtag bring back the scruff. Danny looks girls are so confusing. Danny, <laughs> wait, you told me to shave it all off that it was uncomfortable. I, now I you want it? Sh- yeah. Now you want it back? What? Danny looks ready to kick some butt as always. Hashtag Game of Thrones. So, thank you, Jen Wyman. Uh, thanks, Jen. Yeah, thanks, Jen. And uh, our next uh, tweet <laughs> comes from Gordon Gordy Walls. We know this kid. Uh, he says in all caps, and maybe this is in reference to Aaron Paul's acceptance speech at the Golden Globes tonight, Valor Mogolis, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> April 6th, let's be having you! Big smiley, big smiley, big smiley. Do people still say something was dope? Do you guys, do you guys know? I say, Hell yeah, dog. I say dope on the reg. If that's still a thing. Because I what think, up, homie? I think somebody tried to say that tonight and perhaps. No, she didn't. Eric, come on. Bell checked. No, what is this? What is this? Okay. This is from Karina Garcia. Another tweet. Read it. Dat trailer doe. <laughs> that trailer doe. Oh, I thought it should be dope. That trailer dope. That trailer doe. That you know, trailer like, doe. Like, well, I mean, she was just trying to emphasize. She oh, used the okay, wrong yeah. She, okay, you say right. the trailer owned. That trailer doe. All of the owns. <laughs> all of them. And that yeah. was from uh, Karina Garcia. We're sorry. What about the uh, the tweet from earlier in the night? It's just from Brandon C. He self-edited himself with two asterisks strategically. <laughs> he said, holy shh. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Giselle G, right after Brandon, said, I can't, I can't, too much. Awesome. At Game of Thrones. I think that uh, sums it up. If people want to contact us and give us more of their thoughts, more of their owns from this trailer, Eric, how can they do that? If they want to contact us uh, on Twitter, which we just sourced the owns from most recently, you can contact us at twitter.com slash gameofowns, or if you'd like to... Contact us on Facebook. Scroll upon our wall. Let us know your thoughts of this trailer. And uh, as always, you can join in with our chapter-by-chapter read-through of Clash of Kings, which is wrapping up within the next couple of weeks. That address is facebook.com slash gameofbones. And, uh, of course, you can email us. We do have an email address. It is now open, again, after a hiatus. 
That never occurred. Yeah, that email address is contact. <laughs> Wait, what disease did it catch? Yeah, gameofowns.com. Contact at gameofowns.com. Our, our inbox has what? A hiatus. You guys okay. know that word? Hi- you go, you know yeah, dope. You, you, that, yeah, trailer that, dope. That, <laughs> that trailer dope. That trailer dope. Oh, and of course, uh, if you have a couple <laughs> minutes of time, you can head on over to iTunes and leave us <sighs> a nice five-star rate and review. It is the month of January, so nothing less than five stars is acceptable. Uh, we read a couple of reviews on our last show. Uh, and we will read some more probably later on this week, but it's always good to hear uh, your thoughts uh, on the show because, let's face it, we work for you. That iTunes, though. <laughs> Eric. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to spend the rest of this week being vehemently excited about this trailer, and chances are they're going to be releasing even more cool stuff as they have been the past few days, sort of unexpectedly out of nowhere, because they want this. They want podcasts to make episodes about it uh, specifically. They want tweets. They want people sharing pictures. They want people writing what the F on Twitter. Like That's what they want. So chances are there's going to be more cool stuff so stick near the podcast we are finishing up a clash of kings but season four it is coming yes mm-hmm. like yes, ramsey snow in this trailer <laughs> wow <laughs> uh but uh you know obviously for the most up-to-date information on season four trailers and all other types of information you can check out winter is coming dot net we read a ton of comments uh about this trailer on this episode and uh you know, we do read your feedback on each and every episode that we do. Uh, so uh, feel free to leave more insightful bits of information besides just saying Hodor or Stannis, though we do appreciate those as well. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. So I think that wraps up uh, this episode. Uh, wow. It feels it feels like uh, we just watched a uh, actual episode on HBO, and here we are this time of night recording a podcast i know we it's not quite as late as it, as it will be i'm sure that we're going to be spending on nights after the episodes air but oh, that'll be fun i've missed that i've missed that i guys. know yeah it's just a little taste of what's to come so stick around i was gonna say stick tuned but that doesn't make any sense <laughs> that's eric's goal that is zach louis and i guess that makes me micah Tent. <laughs> yeah that's micah <laughs> that podcast though Let's plan on three. Uh, do you got it loaded, anyone? It's Mine's still loading a little bit. I have a link if you want it. I, I put the link in Skype already. Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, Just six, like you didn't see Theo. Seven minutes ago. What yeah. is it with your observational oh, skills Oh, that explains today? the gold flashing that's happening at my taskbar. <laughs> what does that mean? A taskbar, it's, a, it's an archaic way to organize windows when they're not active. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your father I'm here. Tell your father I'm here.
What does that mean? <laughs> Tell your father I'm here. Tell your father I'm here. Tell your father I'm here. Wow.